Welcome to NGE Podcast. NGE stands for not good enough. We're going to share with you topic by topic the ramification of NGE and how to deal with certain circumstances. I truly believe that life is very short and in the universe we might just be that bleep in the sauna, on the radar. We might as well make sure that we are bleep that matters. Enjoy. Hi, Hi, everyone. Hi, how are you doing? You good? Great. Yeah, really good. Thanks. How about you? Very good. So how was your week? We've had an amazing week. We had some friends over from WA and um, we've spent some nice time in the Botanic Gardens at Mount Toma and in the city. We went over to Manly. We had a great time. So, And Stephen had actually never met our friend or my friend Manny. Um, Anne's husband so it was was their first time meeting and they hit yeah. it off and you'd think they'd known each other for 20 years as well so it was good yeah, right Stephen really loves, nice Stephen loves people so oh gee what's happening my computer fell oh my goodness mm. oh god okay so uh this week here we have uh the tall poppy syndrome and, tall and, poppy syndrome yeah you picked it I did because we were talking about we were talking about it. We caught up, um, and you you made comment of tall poppy syndrome, and I thought I really don't know a lot about that, and I thought it would be a good topic because I'd like to learn more. Okay. And then today I was actually talking around the office, and the girls actually, um, you know, because the the topic just went out tall tall poppy syndrome. And, you know, the girls sort of mentioned that they sort of didn't really know what that was either. So I thought, well, great. We've all got a lot to learn tonight. And I think you're the perfect person to explain to us what that is. No, I'm not the perfect person. Uh, I I was was expecting a lot lot from Hayley, but uh, we might as well just try and cover that ourselves. Uh, Well, for me, tall poppy syndrome, like this this is my interpretation of it. And... I think it's a lot broader than just like in the office or career orientated. I think it's also something that can transport over into your personal life as well. Um, For me, I think it's when someone um, criticises you or um, sabotages a situation, um, holds back in celebrating your wins. And I think possibly it's because maybe they're uncomfortable with the fact that you've done well, going well, improved yourself, successful. Um, and I think perhaps that's their NG coming, NGE coming through and that they can't sort of, you know, relish in your um, wins because it makes them feel inadequate. Yeah. Okay. They're jealous. So, so let, let, let's <laughs> so that, start with... That's sort of let, what I'm thinking. So yeah, so let's let's first start. Let's first start with tall poppy syndrome because I know quite a few people have been asking me. So, all right, what, why that subject? Yeah. So the tall poppy syndrome is is when someone feels diminished because of someone's success. So and, the and person be- that's feeling diminished, that is the person that hasn't had the success so it's the onlooker the friend the colleague it's the person that feels diminished isn't the person that's had the win is that right the 
people, the person who feels, uh, what is it, diminished? Yeah. Is the person who's now seeking a win. Yes. And because they're seeking a win now, what they do is that they go out there to find a weakness in the person who's been doing okay or well. And they only have one aim. And the aim is to chop them down. Hence, we call it tall poppy syndrome, right? So, so it's it's not really a psychological thing. It's it's just a social thing, right? So there's not nothing psychological here, but it's quite linked to NGE. And so that's when we either out of envy or jealousy or insecurity, we go out and we just focus all our energy in chopping them down in really trying to look for uh, a reason as to why that person shouldn't be put on that pedestal. And I think that that's the top puppy syndrome. And I, I believe that while it is probably something worthwhile, there's a lot in, in Australia, there's a lot in New Zealand, and there's a, a, a fair amount in some countries. But for example, it's not a, in, in America, for example. Okay. In, in America, the, uh, a person sees someone driving past in a Ferrari, he will go and ask that person, How, what did you do to get that? Yeah, so, so the mindset's very different, where the, the Aussie butler, if you will, so the, the Australian is, has got more the tendency of, um, I, I would celebrate you, if you're a, a butler, I would celebrate you because you've come in, you're, you're not doing that well and you're struggling. I, I like that. Yeah. Right? I, I find it really hard to sort of understand and relate to that because I think um, I think it all comes back to being happy and content within yourself. I think if you see someone like that's, you know, going ahead leaps and bounds, you know, they've got heaps of things that they can celebrate in their life or, you know, really successful in their career. I think you need to look at that person and go, well, what is it what they're doing? Like if you feel inadequate or, or envious or jealous of that person who's having the success, I think you need to look, look at the situation and go, well, what is it that they've done to be like that, you know, and then learn learn from them and follow their footsteps or take advice from them to improve yourself. I think um, I think if you're sort of happy and content with where you're at and where you want to go, um, you know, you can sort of see that person having the success and work towards that and be happy for them, celebrate, and then work towards that if that's what you want for yourself. Yeah, but that's mainly because of what you've gone through in your life and how you've done it. But uh, the word still exists. I mean, I understand it. In, it. It's stemming from a book, but it's it's something that a lot of people do. So we, we still have to try and, and help people come across like this. Yeah. And, and yeah. understand it. So first of all, and here's my question. Do you find that there's more toe puppy syndrome happening between, I mean, among women or, or among men? Um, I'm not sure um, because I really don't know <laughs> what men have experienced or Poppy, you have to tell me. But I do, I do think it is, it is um, live amongst 
ladies. Like I, I do think that, um, and I think social media has probably got a lot to do with it as well. Um, you know, social media seems to come up on every single topic that we have, but I, I, I really do believe that people see things on social media and they go, oh, you know, just look at them doing this or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it is, it is live amongst women. Um, and I think also it's the absence of support. One of the girls mentioned to me today that they didn't really know that if someone was sort of talking behind their back, but they felt the absence of support from a particular person. And I, I think um, when they've sort of gone into a new, new situation and had success, um, the absence of support is sort of in alignment with the absence of celebration. So, yes, it is live amongst ladies, women. Okay. Yeah. I, I personally would probably say that there's it's uh, higher in among women than among men mm -hmm. for many reasons. And I can only say a few reasons. I think uh, a, a, a man can see a, a, has got the ability to take a big problem and pretend it's not there, where women have got the ability to take a very small problem and make it real big. And so uh, also the, uh, combine it with the tendency, with the thousands of years where women have been all about security and family and, and making sure the house, household is, is right, where men's gone out there and, 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 and looking great in the whole lot. What, what happened is that uh, uh, men have developed that ability to know if I didn't make it today, Tomorrow is a better day. I might just get that hunt and or, or, or kill that animal, have a kill tomorrow. Where women are, are really around their, their security. And, and so what happens with tall poppy syndrome, I truly believe, and it's not just hitting more NG, we're going to talk about it, but it suddenly drives more uh, insecurity. And once you have insecurity, you now have to make sense in order to explain your self-worth as to why you're okay and why the other person's got it wrong. Mm. And so that there's a little bit more, but it's not a big deal more. I know some people are now gonna get onto the stuff and, and say some things, but I'm, I'm just analyzing it, yeah? Um, I think that's why it's so important to surround yourself by the right people. Um, and, you're and talking solutions already. People. You're talking solutions. solutions. <laughs> so, 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 so we can. So let, let, let's get into more. So in Australia, we have the tendency of backing the underdog. If you're an underdog, somehow Australians love you. You know, that's right. It, it's a big phenomenon. For example, with refugees, when you're refugees and you arrive, they get a lot of support, a lot of help. But the minute they start doing well, ah, that's it. They're on their own. On your own. <laughs> on your own. We don't need to look out, you know. And 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 there's a lot of now tall puppy syndrome happening. It's almost like if the refugees start to do well, now we have to find a reason why he's doing that well. He must be cheating, lying, and deceiving people. And, and and these are the things that we do to uh, justify some of uh, these uh, insecurities we have, right? So now, because you got into there straight away, so let, let, let's get into straight away. So what are some of the solutions that people have? Let's imagine, now, 
be, before we go, in, uh, tall poppy syndrome is not just about work. It's also at home. No. Right? So we, we have two sphere of, of our life, which is private or work. So let's start about work first. Okay, so work. So if if you've had an achieve an achievement, a really great sale, um, you know you're over target, what whatever it might be, um, and that's not being celebrated within the team, um, yeah, that that person can probably feel like you know what's going on, you know where's where's everyone celebrating my achievements? Um, yeah, I think it's important that you don't have that culture within within your team you all need to be supportive um, and and celebrate each other's wins and you know recognize the hard work that's gone in to get there yeah all right so that's your solution my solution is that uh, as a leader of an office yeah. i think that the leader must start teaching people with nge i think that a leader must start showing people why it's happening. And I think that uh, tall poppy syndrome is nothing else but NGE uh, jealousy, envy, or yep. insecurities. That's and, right. And that's stemming from there. So you sit in a room and you see people do well. It, it doesn't matter how much um, uh, you trust your leader and listen to your leader. There's something inside you that's fueling you to be envious or jealous. And, and, and I think that that's the uh, biggest thing that leaders must do. They need to teach people how to get into their sense of awareness and deal with their NGE first. And only when they have that, I think that they can talk uh, about a full culture. Because trying to explain to people is nothing else but doing IQ work. But... As we know, to change someone, you have to do both EQ and IQ work. Otherwise, people don't change. So how do you identify that then? How would you um, like tell the leaders how they identify tall poppy within their team? Oh, I, I think that leaders know already. When, yeah. when you're, when you're in, a, in a meeting and there is... The roll of the eyes. <laughs> It is someone, Here we go again. There is someone constantly bringing out the negative and someone constantly saying, but if, what if this? And you're absolutely right. The body language too, the rolling of the eye, the looking away when the other person is talking, you know straight away they are now just hit by their NGE. And then the, the biggest thing that you need to do is that you have, as a leader, you have to identify, are they... Are they rolling the eye right at the moment when I said that line or when I gave a compliment to this person? Because then that is a tall poppy syndrome happening, right? So tall poppy syndrome has got, as we're speaking right now, very early effect, impact. But we don't have to wait for long-term impact to see it. When someone is scheming against you for you to fail, that's already very, very far down the line. There were signs way, way earlier that you should have seen. So I think that that's, that's a very good way of, of doing this. I think that also if leaders were to really take people out for a cup of coffee, they'll know. The way that people talk will let you know. Mm. 
when someone around a coffee and they starting to put the other team members down, you know already the direction they're going to go. Yeah. So you know already that tall poppy syndrome is going to happen there. When people sit down with you and they talk things up all the time, and did you see what Lisa has done? I'm so happy about this and blah, blah. Now, that, that is in general already a very positive sign. But you can't just see it as it is because you might go, hold on, are they? Now, is this outside what they call in psychology the baseline or it is something that is they, that, that something they do generally? If it is outside the baseline, then you know it's not true. Like baseline meaning if these people in the last as long, for as long as they've been here, they've always been negative, and this time they talk negative, that is outside the baseline. If it is outside the baseline, disregard it. Uh, chances are they are going to use it to push their agenda. Okay. All right. So did you think of another thing that um, you could bring up? Well, I've got... Um... Congratulate those around you on their success to make them feel valued so that it's not all one-sided. So the person that has the, you know, top achievement, like the biggest win, to celebrate everyone's small wins as well. Because um, if they're all working towards their goal and, you know, their achievement might not be as as big as the net, uh, other person, they're still making progress and still winning. So I think to celebrate everyone's small wins to make everyone feel valued. Yeah. Oh, quite nice. Very nice. So, so what you're saying is that everyone should really feel special. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a very, very good uh, point. Because to everyone has an important part in the team and everyone has an important role. Everyone does their job differently and everyone has their strengths and everyone has their own wins each day and each week. And I think they should be recognised and and valued and, and praised for their own individual achievements and personalities, because they bring all their own little quirks to their each individual jobs. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I think that this is a, a duty of the leader. I think that tall puppy syndrome is something that a leader really works on. Yeah. All right, in, in the way that they conduct their meeting, uh, if a leader, for example, um, emphasize too much on someone's win, they actually run the risk of creating more tall poppy syndrome in the people who tend to have tall poppy syndrome. Of course, because then the other people are sitting there thinking, what about what I did? Yeah. And it builds up more and more resentment. Yeah, right. So, but, but again, that is a second line of defense. The first line of defense really is to help all those guys fix their topic syndrome because that you won't have to do that that's right right but it's human nature and and you we fighting envy is a it's something that is ingrained in the person it's very hard to fight it so you still have to do this second uh barriers of defense all right so what else could we do um well right. I, I've I'll, I'll, I'll get i'll get my my point uh which is to set a common goal I think that if you if you set a team goal, you you probably uh, will um, reduce the risk of top puppy syndrome. 
when so what what they say is that tall poppy syndrome uh, is to me I think it's more about personal agenda where team goals reduce tall poppy syndrome because there's no more personal agenda you you almost forsake your own feelings and your own agenda for the sake of something bigger brings everyone focusing on the same same yeah. brings everyone together right and because that's what you don't want to create you don't want um fear of criticism stopping people from achieving you know and and from celebrating their own wins because they think they're going to be criticized by others um, for their achievement yeah yeah so you should be proud of your achievements I think also uh, another another thing that people could do is to set uh, personal goals. So what I try to do too, very much in my teams is that when someone has got, I said, individual goals, because the minute that you have individual goals, now it's gonna, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm talking against what I just said, but it's not because when someone's got their own goals, yes, part of them is going to be looking at their goal. Mm. And and do, do you realize you see how often when someone has moved forward in something that inspires them so much, they tend to just be okay with celebrating the other person's success. But sometimes I think also like they're not necessarily wanting, like they may not be wanting to go into that direction. They may just be wanting the limelight and the attention that they're getting from their celebration. So they may not necessarily want to achieve the same thing as that person they just want 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 the attention from the celebration so that's all like a little bit of jealousy stepping in you know uh i i can you say it again <laughs> am i confusing you you just you just lost me i'm not fast enough no i think i think the person that's um criticizing or sabotaging you know, they may not even want the same thing that that person has achieved. They just want the limelight. They're just jealous that that person is in the limelight. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where it comes back to your goals. If you know what it is you want and work towards your your own goal, your own goals, as well as the team goals, you won't be as, as jealous and unsettled when you see somebody else achieving and, and getting the limelight because you know what you're focused on and where you're going. Um, yeah, it's all about being content with your own path. Yeah. And listen, I, I keep on going back to the same thing. Unless people really fix their NGE, everything else is secondary. Yeah. I see, for example, leaders who make like millions. I see guys who, who make like profit and, and, and money, like I can only wish when I first start the organization, I could dream that for them. But still, they it's not enough for them. Still, when someone seems to have something going good for them, they have to focus on them and cut them down. Mm -hmm. and, and that tells me it doesn't matter how much you have. Tall puppy syndrome still happens. What you have to do is to really deal with something really at the source of your issue. 
right? So I've seen, for example, guys who make zillions of dollars, but then they will demand from their salesperson, I'm paying you this much and you have to do this. Why? Because they're too scared now to see that that salesperson is going to do that well and earn way more than he should be. And so the tall poppy syndrome is not something that just happens to people who are doing less than you. Tall poppy syndrome happens to people who are earning sometimes way, way, way more than you. I, I don't understand that because don't you want success for everyone? If the team's more successful, like as a whole, everyone's more successful. So I, yes. I don't understand that. Good. But because now you, you, you're probably going to understand what if you have NGE greed? Mm. So through your NGE. Never enough. Never enough. Never enough. Nothing is ever enough. Yeah. No, you want more. You, you want more from, first of all, and, and, and this is the amazing thing about the NGE grid. You want more from people who are strangers to you, people you don't know. Then he, where you go to the next level, and I'm, I'm, I'm skipping almost into the private life, but it's also at work. You want more than people you know. Because the circle of people you know are the only people who give you a some kind of parameter about where you're at against them. You can only gauge yourself in life against those who know you or those you know. Right? You, you can't gauge yourself against someone in India for the moment that you don't know. Might be doing way more than you, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you. But... The minute that you know that one person and they do better than you, now it can affect you. Yes. And then the NGE greed goes to the next level. When you or when you go against the people you know in your entourage, you now go against your family. This is when I see people who actually have got a lot, seem to do very well, but they now will want to do anything they can to see their family do worse than them. Because if their family does worse than they do, they look like the hero in the family. Mm -hmm. They feel so much better. NGE greed, remember, is about taking love, respect from any source you can. And if, you, and if you're not satisfied, like a drug addict, if you're not satisfied anymore, from the amount of NG love or respect you get from strangers, the people around you, what do you do? You do it from the people who are right next to you. Damn. Oh, that all sounds like a lot of hard work, doesn't it, Thomas? No, it's not because <laughs> once, once, a, once a leader knows that he they, they can do this, but the tall poppy syndrome, you won't stop. This is no, what... I'm, I mean living like that. Imagine living like that. Like how exhausting would that be? Always searching for more like and never just being happy and content to live like that i think would be exhausting and draining you know to always be chasing 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 and not to be able to be content that's what i think would be exhausting yeah but that's because you you're speaking from your own mind for those guys that actually get that rush of adrenaline mm. they get the, the dopamine shot every single time that they win winning over their, their loved one is now fantastic and, and, and do you know where it goes further? So I believe you do first to strangers, to, then you do that to people you know, tall poppy syndrome-wise, then you do it to your family, brothers and sisters, and then the ultimate, you do it against your children. Mm. 
That's when I see people who will uh, sometimes sabotage the life of their children so that they can feel better, so they can do better. The minute that they feel or hear their children do better than them, they will they will somehow have that kind of hope that that that, that it's not going to last. Mm. And and I see it all the time. It's not a matter of um, what is it uh, being positive now and think it doesn't happen. It's really a matter of understanding the process. Once they've done it, they will do that. And this is this is where we now go into the uh, personal sphere. In the personal sphere, tall poppy syndrome happens between wife and husbands. So I just spoke about the, the children, uh, then yeah. your brothers, and then the friends in your entourage, then the strangers. But now this is the ultimate, almost, is when you do toe puppy syndrome against your wife, against your husband. This is when you see in couples people who have to feel better and have to do whatever they can to derail the success of their loved ones, their partner. That's sad, isn't it? It's sad because they don't, they're not working on, on their ultimate issue. And the ultimate issue is NGE. That's right. Why are they doing that? Yes, why are they doing that? You know, yeah. I, 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 was, I was speaking to a leader about uh, two days ago. And, and the leader was saying to me, you know, I, I appreciate you. You told us about the NGE and uh, I can see how you know, how much trauma you've had in your life and, and what you've gone through and hence, you you know, you, you have overcome that and, and, and you have understood NG, but I have no trauma. So I, I sort of laughed, but then after a few questions, I, I, we found out that that leader was loved by his mother, was veneered and admired by his uh, uh, siblings. And so you don't need trauma to do NGE. That, that leader had learned from a very young age that respect is the number one thing I need to have. And so from that on, have a look at how it trickles. He goes into his, I go into his family life. I know straight away, as long as his partner uh, respects him, he's happy. The minute that she doesn't, we're going to have problems, right? Family can no longer be value number one because if any family members disrespect him, now that means it's not right. So again, top puppy syndrome will happen because I don't care you do well as long as you then respect me, right? But then it goes into workplace. And in the workplace, he employs people, not for what the, that person can do for them, but for how much that person respects them. Right? So it goes from no trauma whatsoever to a level where toe poppy syndrome starts to happen. And, and, and this is why I, 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 I like to see People can sit down and really think for themselves. When they see someone successful, what is their number one thing? What is the thing that they do for, with themselves first? I ask them about how they got there or say, oh, well, he must have lied. 
He must have stolen from somebody and he must have robbed someone. Or just all luck. Well, that's good. No, I've, I've made some I've made some notes today, so that's good. So let, let's get into the thing because we, we're here, the two of us. Why did you come up with that? Because I, I thought it was very interesting. Tall poppy syndrome? Yeah. Um, because we were talking about... What were we talking about? Um... I think we're at we're at Chris's party and we were talking about um, team and you you were just saying that it's something that we need to you know watch within the team and and work work with the people um, and that's why I wanted to know more about it because you know I didn't know a lot about tall poppy until we were talking about it so because I, I thought it's probably something that I I feel I mean I'm sure Stephen's sort of aware of it more professionally and in his career um, but for me I could probably relate to it more personally like through my life and you know when things are hard and down some people are quite happy to see you like that and yep. as you take control of your life you make changes in your life you, you've managed to turn things more positive and, and keep keep working on yourself, keep moving forward, keep improving, like little by little, little steps, but still making progress. People don't always like that. And so that that was how I could relate to Tall Poppy. Um, I, I could relate to that easier, I guess, than professionally and in my career. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I, sort of, that's sort of how I was aware of it. So... For me to kind of think how to be aware of it in the office and amongst the team, um, you know, it was kind of like, well, a bit more daunting. And it's like, well, what what is it that I keep an eye out for, you know, and how do I recognise it? Yeah. So I, I probably see that um, in in my life and, and, and also... I, I heard, I just did a, a podcast and, and it was really touching how the way that people saw me before they read the book, mm. but it's now to how they're reading the book about me. So before they read the book about me, they thought I was arrogant, maybe confident and unbreakable and all these things. And part of them almost wanted to see me break. You know, that, that's tall poppy syndrome. I mean, those who yeah. didn't, well, it's fine, but I would say the big chunk would, and then after they read the book and they realized, hold on, no, this guy's no different to us. They had the same pain or something actually worse. And, I think and a lot of people just see you as the businessman, you know, successful businessman, where, you know, you sharing your story, um, you know, it makes you human. It makes you be able to relate to people, you know, and for, for people to be able to see what you've gone through and and what you've made of yourself and how you've kept going forward and, and kept improving and working towards what you wanted, um, you know, it's inspiring for people and how you've overcome different things. Um, but everyone has to be ready to, to do that, you know. Like I, I could see like at the conference when we were going through um, the book and, you know, people in the break, myself included, like you could see that it was having an effect on people, you know, and a lot of people um, 
I'm not saying everyone, but some some people may not be ready to, you know, open that can of worms and work on themselves. I think it all comes to those people when they're ready. Yeah. Like, read the book. Yeah. And then one day the penny will just drop and it's like, yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, like, because it is a process, you know, in the conference, I had to just randomly write all this stuff down. And I, ha I had to get it out because there was so much that was coming to my mind. I didn't want to forget that I'd had those thoughts because, you know, you move quite quickly. We have to keep up. So I did go in the break and, and I, I went through, you know, and, and the things that, um, you know, I'm working on, like, internally. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, you're processing and go, go, going over in, in my own mind and that type of thing. But I think it takes... Um, time for people to be ready as well you know like it's not like oh here's the book go 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 for it we're going to do a book club you're going to be different mm -hmm. you'll have a different outlook on things because they have to be ready they have to be ready to accept who they really are you know and who they they were and what they've come from and what they've been through and and you know as you say people don't always realize that they have had things happen to them or a circumstance that made them feel a certain way that they've now gone on through their life guarded and you know that's that's the start of the NGE yeah, yeah. well you're no different to a lot of people but it's it's a funny thing um, uh, so going back to the, the reading the book and things like this where the people who have now read the book have dropped the tall poppy syndrome against me because now they can see the battler in me. They can see the guy that was actually in the same trenches as them. Mm -hmm. And so the question to them is, is very simple. Who made the decision that I was at the different level at the start? Who didn't take the time to really find out about me first and realize how much work, how much headache, I mean, how much pain I had to go through, you know? So I think that The average person that's coming through recruit training, they probably see you a little bit as the untouchable, like, you know, Thomas Lewang, the CEO, where this has brought you down to everyone's level as human, a person, and, you know, you are more reachable, you know? It's kind of... But seriously, I mean... I, you, you have attended them, so, so you know. I don't really do much to put myself up. They did. Mm. All I did is to recite a manual, but I've been doing that manual for 20 years. I have to know that manual. Yeah, but when you're going through the manual, you're speaking from experience as well of your successful sales career and, you know, your successful running of a business. So, you know, people do go, oh, wow, you know, look what Thomas has done. Isn't yeah, so, so exactly what you just said. Yeah. So they, they're the one who just run that in their own head. That's right. Correct? Yes. So I, I think that that's what the, my, my advice now for people who want to get out of that toe poppy syndrome. First, get out of your own uh, movie making. Stop making movies about people. Start really to sit down and try to understand the real person because in every recruit training and it's funny you say that you're not the first person to say but in every recruit training the first half an hour i spend on telling them how where i come from and how bad it is 
<laughs> poor, poor Haley. She said she forgot. <laughs> Not too late, Haley. We're waiting for you. Well, listen, it's it's hard when when your mother uh do you know. Uh, it's, it's a busy it's time. Hard. To young kids, it's so so hard. I, I get it. Hey, don't worry. We we holding the fort here for you. <laughs> We've got you, girl. <laughs> so, but but I I think that that's what it is. I I was actually really interested in seeing Haley's point because she's a psychologist. So so I'm I'm sure she she'd be coming up with a lot of things about envy and jealousy because those are really insecurity because those are really syndrome it's funny we call tall puppy syndrome when it's not a syndrome it's it's just a social makeup we hate we simply hate people who are better than us that's that's what tall puppy syndrome is right it doesn't really matter there are people who are making a point of not watching this because they know me why because they have tall puppy syndrome I, I'm not saying all of them. There are people who can't watch it because they're busy. I get it, right? And and I can feel it. I I, I go into offices and I see people who will demand me to do certain things for them because they have top office syndrome because they can't stand it that no matter how hard it is, I have come to a level where I can find happiness in what I do. Mm-hmm. And they can't stand it because the, no matter amount, the amount of money they make, they still can't feel that as happy. Not or happy content. and content. Yep. Still not happy and content. And you're right. Until they go back and work on their NGE and learn to be happy and content with their lives yes. and satisfied with what they've got, um, it will it will continue. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that's where it makes a big sense for a lot of people to do talk poppy because here's the big problem with talk poppy. You will never get to your full potential as long as you experience tall poppy syndrome. If you are when, the, when you say if you're experiencing tall poppy syndrome, that's you're the person that's criticizing and doing the sabotaging and feeling inadequacy. Yeah, yes. I just wanted to clarify that because there's as long as long today about yeah, I, I truly believe yeah. that one of the biggest reasons why people feel bad about others' success is their own prerogative. That's their own reason. But doing that, that's going to stop them from reaching their best. So the advice for the people on the receiving end of tall poppy syndrome, um, what what do you say to surround yourself by supportive people who don't actually cut you down? No, 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 no. It's too hard. I, I think that if you have a tall poppy syndrome, you, I'm sorry, if you're a victim, yes. or if, if you're the person who's going to get, still work on your NGE. Because once you work on your NGE, you will cut yourself off the external factors to bring you down. Mm. And, and it doesn't really matter, you know. I, I always say... The, when you walk out in bad weather, it's going to rain. You can't escape the rain, but you can stop from being wet. You can refrain from being wet. 
So either you have an umbrella, you, you have jackets, all of that yeah. stuff. So what you need to do is to learn. If it is to be, it's up to me. I must learn to not have, uh, to not allow tall poppy syndrome to affect me. That's right. You've got to look at whose who's opinion you value and why. Because, know, why because you, that person affect you? If, if you are on the receiving end, if you go back and look at why it's affecting you and yeah. whose opinion you're valuing, then, you know, that... that because you can't, you can't stop it. Think about this. Uh, I said earlier that all poppy syndrome can happen actually from lo loved ones. That, that, that is the third level, right? Loved ones. Which means to, to you right now, Lisa, uh, in your entourage, there are people who want to see you fail. I, I, because they have not worked on their NGE. Just as much as in my entourage, there are people who can't wait to see me fall and fail. That's part of the, the tall poppy syndrome. <clears throat> so if you are going to spend your life looking for an entourage that doesn't think like that, Good luck. <laughs> you're probably going to be very lonely. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> right? So, so that one happened. What you, what you have to do is to find that umbrella. Yeah. What you have to do is to develop that strength that is within. So the tall poppy syndrome or not, it doesn't affect you. And that's what I've always said to the kids. The earlier you learn not to worry about what everyone else thinks and what they say and do what makes you happy, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell my kids something else. <clears throat> If they focus on you, it means that you got something that they want. Mm. Right. So and, and so it, it, it gives my it gives the kids like something to go, hold on. So so what is it that I have that I don't even know that they want? <laughs> I like it. I love that. Because in 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 instead of like pushing them to avoid, I'm empowering them with something that they have that the other person wants. Mm. Because in the end, it, it's our mindset. It's what we think, isn't it? It's it's yeah. our mindset. It's how we think it. <laughs> poor, poor Haley, the girl. Haley, don't worry. She, the poor girl's gone on, to, on a long weekend and, and, and holiday, and she totally forgot. Don't worry. It's we, all right, Haley. We got it. We're doing fine. We'll just so, pick your brain another day about tall poppy. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're gonna ask you for sure. But it, yeah. it's an amazing thing. You you won't stop it. If, if I stop you right now, you don't have to say, it. Don't, don't name anyone, but you can think of two or three people in your immediate entourage. Oh, I already have, Thomas. <laughs> see, <laughs> I already know who these people are. <laughs> so do you see how tall poppy syndrome happens more in our entourage and outside? And we try to look at strangers. Stop it. It's not there. I have seen people so close to me and I know, I look at them and I go, I, I know, you love to see me stumble, mm. right? But yeah. you love to see me fail. But I've read the book. So those of you who've got to push about toe puppy syndrome, don't protect yourself. Keep going. Fail, mm. but there's a book that you need to read. It's by John Maxwell. It's called Fail Forward. Just fail forward. Fail right? forward. Okay. Yeah, by John Maxwell. Because the people who are watching you with tall poppy syndrome, they actually take less actions than you. 
And, and, and the one thing I, I've realized a long time ago, I am not immune to failure. The amount of things that I've done, uh, you know, that, that really for me in my own books have failed. But if I did a thousand of those, I have to weed somewhere. That's right. Right? Yeah. So, so even if I had a 99% failure rate, if I did 100, I, I have to get that one success. <laughs> Isn't it? That's right. Just keep going. That's right. Keep so don't, don't worry about top office syndrome. Keep running your show. That's good. Right? Oh, well, what I think... We well, I don't know. I, I, I think I've spoken a lot. Um, I'll yeah. be getting, I, I'll I be getting messages, I'll be getting messages very soon about, like, shut up, Thomas, let her talk. No, I think I've covered all, all my notes as well. The one thing that I did see when I was doing a little bit of research in relation yeah. to the office and your team is to um, create a path for the high achievers. So for the people that, that want to achieve, like sit down and make, make a path for them and make a plan of where they can go so that um, they can see that they can do it too. Right. I think that you're going back to work. So back to work, yeah. yeah. That I think one, that, as, that as, my work notes, yeah. As a leader, if you want to avoid tall poppy syndrome, because this is what happens with a lot of leaders for the moment. They seem to do well. They seem to have a, a good life. So people get jealous. And they think that uh, they can hurt the leaders by leaving, by making threats and all this kind of stuff. I think that what leaders need to really embrace is that that, that line that says, if you want to get what you want, which is Zig Ziglar saying it, you have to help people get what they want. Mm. So every one of our employees, everyone who works around us have got some dreams and aspiration that they want to have. If we don't help them get there, tall poppy syndrome will happen for sure, unless they have worked on their NGE. Mm. But if we do help them and we go alongside them and we do our bit to get them there, uh, people who are a bit sensible will realize that, hold on, I, I can't just punish the guy who's been in the yeah. trance with yeah, me. Yeah, they'll, they'll realize that, you know, the leader's got their best interest at heart. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good. Well, that's very good. Let's close it off for today. Thanks for the one-on-one. -on -one. I feel <laughs> so privileged. <laughs> Thanks, no, Hayley. I, I, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for your yeah. time. Have a great week. Uh, thank Before you. Nine. See you later. See you now. Bye bye. bye.